Hey folks, uh, welcome to Live Reality Games, where we cover everything in the live game community, um, from College Survivor to smaller live games to big games, um, such as College Survivor, too. Um, so ex we're excited to be here tonight with a special draft of a new season of The Greenhouse. Uh, now, the season of The Greenhouse just launched last season, kind of, if you're looking at it like that. Um, we are joined with the host and the creator, Taylor. Taylor, how are you? Hi, everybody. I'm doing great. Doing great. Happy to be here. Happy for another season of The Greenhouse. And ready. Yeah. So to uh, kind of explain how The Greenhouse works for the people that are tuning in for the first time. Like, can you break down the greenhouse just simply before we get to the draft? Yes, definitely. So every round of the greenhouse has three different phases. First is the greenhouse challenge, where the top three players enter the greenhouse and choose power for the week. Uh, two of those powers are nominating powers, and one of them blocks votes. Then there is a nomination ceremony where people are nominated, obviously, followed by the weekly auction, where people can meet needs to buy safety and different powers in the game, including the all-powerful Venus flytrap, which can eliminate any player at any time, uh, once per second. And then after that is the banishment ceremony, where the non-flower players vote to banish one of the nominees, uh, and the tulip could potentially block votes and change the outcome. Uh, so that's the general gist of it. There's some more intricacies, but you'll get it if you want to. <laughs> and so really it's like there's voting involved there's big brother stuff and there's like powers so it's really just a culmination of everything great in a bunch of different live reality games um we are joined in the comments here by deshaun sean welcome for thanks for tuning in hopefully you can be rooting for my team whoever i end up with i'm just throwing that out there as just an option you're free to back whoever you want um, but speaking of the people joining us on the draft, for anyone watching season one, spoiler alert, we are joined with two previous contestants. Uh, we'll start here with Maddie. Maddie, how you doing? Doing good. Uh, what was your experience on the first season, and what are you hoping to see from the second season here? Um, I had a great day. had a very stressful day. Um, it's pretty on par with all of Taylor's games, but... Um, it was great to finally play it in person after playing it through Discord so many times over quarantine. So it was just, it was kind of surreal almost because it was finally getting to see it come to life. So that was nice. Um, what I'm hoping to get out of this season, um, some twists, some turns, some backstabs, all the drama all of it uh taylor would you say that's um a thing coming up in this season easily check episode <laughs> two <laughs> it's all coming uh before we get to episode two of course we are joined with another alum from season one meredith um how we doing i'm great um how was your experience um first time playing this game in real life and everything um what was your reaction and how did that differ than what you thought you were going to do when you went into the game um i think the game seems fairly straightforward when you read the rules but that's before you add in other people to the equation 
because you never really know how other people are going to think about the powers, how they're going to be using their seeds and what their perception of, of their abilities and the structure of the game is. So some things that I thought would be intuitive strategies, other people really interpreted different ways. And so all of that is a lot more complicated than it looked when I was watching sort of the rule videos before getting into it. Uh, so I guess for this season, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing some of the players just from watching episode one and from knowing some of these players expecting big things from them. Really looking forward to seeing just how how these people approach the greenhouse, considering a lot of them have experience with other games. Just seeing how they adapted a new format is going to be really interesting. Uh, looks like there is a fan for you in the audience, Deshaun. Uh, <laughs> Meredith titled the Immunity Comp Beast. So, and then um, Jamar also in the background saying hi. So welcome. Hi, uh, glad you are tuning in. Um, also joining us from a different live reality game segment um, from College Survivor Realm, we have the alum from Survivor Michigan and a possible contestant on the upcoming season of Survivor Michigan. Erin, how you doing? <laughs> Hello, Dustin. I'm doing great. Anytime I get to see you is a fantastic time. So happy uh, to be here. Erin uh, must be referring to our coverage of Survivor Northwestern, which anyone can tune into that show and to tune into our recaps. Erin, um, this is a different live game for you to watch besides the typical Survivor. What are you expecting after seeing like season uh, the first episode? It is. Yeah. I don't know if you like, yeah, I'm a complete greenhouse noob. Like I will be the first to admit that I did not watch season one. I'm coming into this completely blind. I don't know if you saw my face when Taylor was talking about like the Venus flytrap power, but I had never heard of that before. That sounds crazy. <laughs> but I'm really looking forward to uh, kind of seeing into a different game, seeing how, how the different levels, the different strategies, the different, you know, flower powers in the greenhouse kind of come into play. I'm just really, really interested to see. I, I love seeing different formats and how, how people adapt to them. So I'm really excited to see where this cast especially takes it. So I like your titling of flower powers. Taylor, is that in the rule book? The flower powers. It is now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so someone that is not a noob for the greenhouse, um, one of the fans of the show and another player on another live game called Ascendance Live. Edmund is joining us tonight. Edmund, how you doing? Good. I'm super excited to be here. Greenhouse season one was amazing. Also freshly coming off of Survivor Rocky Road, which I tuned into, which was also a mess. Um, <laughs> so I'm hoping this lives up to the past two um, shows that have aired. I, I'm super excited. So let's bring up this draft list here. Uh, Taylor, uh, for the folks at home, we're going to do a little bit different of a draft. Can you just kind of walk folks over like what we're doing here tonight? Definitely. So in the spirit of the greenhouse, we'll be doing an auction style draft. So all of our drafters have 20 seeds that they can spend um, to try to recruit these players onto their team. So first, I'm going to random randomize a list of the players' names. And uh, that we will randomly pick the first person, and then everyone will bid on who they would like to recruit on their team. Uh, whoever bids the highest wins that player on their team and uh, chooses the next player that will be up for grabs. So we'll be slowly moving our way through these 13 players. Uh, it should become intuitive as we get through it, and very excited. 
right. Yeah. I, I'm ready to go. And I'm kind of wondering, too, like maybe a little bit about their backgrounds after we talk about the contestants. So to see who we ended up with. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be able to provide that. Uh, I'll talk about their backgrounds and my games or how I know them. Uh, I, I can help fill those gaps for sure. All right, cool deal. So uh, are we ready to start? I'll take over. Okay, cool. So first, according to my randomized list on random.org, our first player will be Gabby. All right, so opening up the bid for Gabby, starting at 1C. Would anyone like to claim her on their team? I bid five. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a big jump. Oh, you know, I had a feeling about Gabby when she walked in that door and she had her little like intro. I don't know where she was. But I saw like whiteboards with all the expo markers. So I'm assuming she was at school. But with Gabby, I saw that she was kind of taking a back seat right away when like the social interaction first started. But with her intro package, she definitely has like the strategic mind, especially with like how multidimensional the strategy of this game gets. So I have really good feelings about Gabby. All right, great. Uh, would anyone like to potentially up the bid? Is anyone considering it? I'm going to call it. All yeah, right. Yeah. Edmund has Gabby mm -hmm. on his team. Perfect. All right. Does anyone have any other comments about Gabby before we keep moving forward? I just didn't think we were going to jump to five already, Edmund. Like, that's like <laughs> worth my money. Go big or go home, baby. Um, I also really liked her attitude, too. Like, I think there's a lot of big personalities. Um, so I think she's going to really mesh with the bigger personalities because we see that, especially in episode one. And we don't get a ton of Gabby. But what we do see is her, like you were saying, Edmund, kind of taking a like a middle seat, which is comfortable in this game, I think. Yeah, especially with, like you said, there's a lot of big personalities that stood out in the first episode. And... I feel like there was some little groups forming, so I think she still needs to kind of find her way. But um, that's going to be better for her in the long run, I think, because a lot of these big personalities are probably going to get shot at first. I do think she has a lot of potential, and oh, some of the other players did say that they liked her, um, and that no one seemed to have anything against her. If anyone did have anything to say about her, it was positive. Um, and so I think that that bodes well for her. I think you guys are right that it, it, it is about balancing those big personalities and she'll be able to bring that and move a little more quietly when she needs to, which those bigger personalities are usually not able to do. <laughs> I did feel like a little bit like maybe mysterious vibes from her or something like a little bit conniving per se, but at first like middle of the ground and then she'll be like, oh, tricked you, vote you out or something. Yeah, I don't know. Most likely, I'm sorry. Oh, she was voted most likely to appear on reality TV. She did the deal. So. <laughs> Sorry, Erin. Yeah. No, yeah, for me, I don't know. I was just not bidding because I thought, like, it was her inexperience that kind of struck me. Like, I feel like this is, she yeah. said this is her first game, and I feel like, yeah, I I think that she could latch on to some bigger personalities, or rather, like, the bigger personalities might try to take advantage of her or, like, you know, mold her or guide her as, to, like, 
how they want her to be. So I do have, like, I don't, I think she has longevity. I think she could if she attaches herself to the right people and, like, you know, figures out the game as it goes. But I think that's going to be the, the hardest thing and the most interesting thing is seeing how she's able to pick up on it and adapt to the twists and turns of the game as it as it plays out. And what's essential to the strategy of attaching yourself to bigger personalities is when it comes to the final vote, did you do enough? Did you make enough of an impact on your own? Or do you get there with that personality and then they end up taking the title because you just did tag along? And so it, it will be whether or not she ends up making those individual moves at, at her own level that will make her stand out enough should she get to the final to get those votes. But I think that was kind of exhibited in season one. Not saying that Brandon just tagged along, but like Claire with the Venus flytrap, like that was a big round. Um, obviously Christian was like target number one since the beginning. So, and he didn't really piss anyone off, but he was still involved in all, making all those moves. So he was like still respected. Well, just because he had Meredith to back him up, I'm just saying. Like... <laughs> I also wouldn't say he didn't piss anybody off, but. It's true, true. <laughs> All right, Maddie's like, uh, raising my hand here. Like, hey, uh, Edmund, who would you like to uh, put up next? I don't know the strategy to this. I'm gonna go. You know, I'm gonna pick one of the first greenhouse members. I'm gonna go with Maddie. All right, so Maddie's on the board. Uh, starting price of one seed. Would anyone like to claim Maddie? I'm going to go for two seeds. Going once. Going twice. I'm going to call it. Congratulations, <laughs> Dustin. You get Maddie. Oh my gosh, this is a bonus. Like, come on, <laughs> folks. Like, okay, so we have all seen episode one already. So the folks that have not watched episode one, go back and watch it so you can keep up. Um, with our comments so we don't spoil too much but still um i forgot to mention taylor where do people find out about the greenhouse where do they go to watch it yes if you search taylor luke i should come up i believe uh you can also search survivor goat island goat like the animal that'll also pull us up <laughs> and i i think if you search greenhouse season two it should also come up so any of those searches <laughs> on youtube you'll find us uh, I think what helps is uh, the greenhouse game too. Yes. That also does help. So, uh, but speaking of the greenhouse, I have Maddie. I have Maddie. Maddie is in control of this first round. Um, I know in a lot of games, if you're in control first and whatnot, it's probably not pretty good. But um, she definitely went into it, kind of being that person that didn't know exactly what was going on. I think, and I that's, I think that's going to help her um make decisions and not get so much blood on her hands even though she has to nominate people um i i think she can play it off being like hey i didn't really know what was going on i'm just here for this kind of help me out so i think that's going to help lessen the blow that she's going to take pretty soon Yeah, I like Maddie. I got good vibes from her on a personal level um just in terms of the game and kind of how that competition went down. I feel like Brody obviously really like took the reins on that challenge kind of and she just kind of like ended up with um it's the sunflower right 
technically the choices haven't been picked yet, but uh, according to their- Oh, but what, uh, what they were planning, is, right? That is very true, very true. I forgot yeah. that. Okay, so, but that was, I. we'll get to Brody, but like Brody's sitting here promising safety to everybody and he's like, I want the Tula. <laughs> so I feel like she's being kind of set up to like have to draw first blood and I don't know how well she'll rebound from that blowback. I think she's like, I do think she set herself up in a good position for it though. Like if she does end up with the sunflower, because she is like, she said immediately to Brody and Jessica, like you guys have to like help me and like tell me who to nominate basically. So I feel like no matter what happens, no matter who she ends up nominating, should she get that power, she's just going to blame it on Brody and Jessica. Like she's, she's not going to take the blame or like credit or whatever for that. But I think round one, that's almost what you want. Like, you don't want any blood on your hands. You don't want anybody blaming you for anything. So I think putting yourself in the position to pass the blame, I think, is is pretty smart. And so, yeah, I'm, like, thinking about it. I'm slightly regretting not getting in a bidding war on it. <laughs> I know, but we're sticking, we're sticking to our guns. I think my major concern with Maddie is that easy targets pick easy targets. So... What I'm predicting is that when people start turning on an easy target like Brody, he will then say, well, who was Sunflower first round? Who was doing this? Who was controlling that game? And we'll start pointing fingers at Maddie because she has made moves in this first round uh, and has done well for herself, especially with uh, given her experience. So I feel like some of those stronger players, those big personalities, when they start feeling the heat, they will use these sort of in-season easy targets people who have a reputation that follows them will say well this is a new season look who's doing things now and maddie will be one of the people who feels the burn of that and to piggyback off of that i feel like she kind of was brody kind of took advantage of her inexperience and not knowing kind of what was going on and i feel like without that kind of knowledge that she could easily get walked over later on in the season and like meredith said these other season players might be able to kind of gang up on her and point fingers and she might find herself in a pickle. I agree. Um, I definitely think that Brody with the finesse that he had with the first challenge, he'll have that same finesse making his rounds. If he starts um, getting looked at for this first round. And I feel like he's, he'll be more successful in placating blame on Maddie than Maddie will be placing blame on him, even though everyone's talking about Brody. So uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, Aaron, you're going to be spoiled a lot for season one, but I yeah, really I've think like <laughs> season one, you really do have to go. And it's for anybody watching too. Uh, I think um, the greenhouse season one is a show that you can keep watching. There's so much conversation, so many things that go into this. And yeah, I'm, I'm feeling a lot of Christian in Brody's gameplay right now too. Um, very smoothing. I, I think the word is right. <laughs> Perfect word. <laughs> <laughs> um maddie we see it a lot in games are you and this other maddie like at ends with each other we usually see like people that have the same name like are like not fans of each other and try to vote each other out would you vote maddie out just based on her name no i wouldn't <laughs> i i would actually try to take her under my wing and have her as an ally someone that could possibly be easily cut later down down the road but Oh, do I have to click the next person? Yes, yes. I do. Okay. Um, 
We're speaking a lot of Brody, so let's go with Brody <laughs> next. Let's do it. Uh... Starting off the bid for Brody uh, at one seed. Anybody one seed? I'll throw one for Brody. I'll go two. I'll, I'll go three. I'll go four. At four, going once, going twice. I'm gonna call it. All right, congratulations. I couldn't tell whose voice it was. Uh, it was, was me. It? No, it was Meredith, perfect. Yeah. Meredith gets Brody for four seats. <laughs> so Meredith, what do you see in Brody? <laughs> what don't I see in Brody? Brody and I go way back. <laughs> um, I, know, I know Brody. Uh, it's hard for I, I know what he's capable of. Uh, and yeah, I, I know that he is one of the more big threats, the big names that people keep saying. That didn't stop anybody with Christian. Uh, it never does, despite my constant pleas uh, for people <laughs> to take these threats seriously. Um, they, they, like you guys say, like they schmooze, they talk their way out of it. They, slick themselves in butter and slide through these cracks and just get away with anything. Um, and I, yeah, I, I know Brody is such a big competitor that I don't know if he'll be able to pull it off, that I, I don't know if he'll be able to sell it every time, but I, I do have faith in the fact that he can get pretty far and he might be able to do it if he plays his cards right. Yeah, Brody was the talk of the town the first episode, just like Christian was in season one. So we can't sit here and say that that's an automatic death sentence for him. Um, so I'm excited to see what Brody does. I feel like he'll definitely be like a main character in this season, um, even if his time in the game is short lived. Um, but I'm excited. Yeah, Brody very much reminds me of and has a very similar name to somebody who I was very close with in Survivor Michigan um, named Brady, who also very charismatic, very, you know, physically competitive, physically strong. And I think that's why I was like, Brady was my closest ally, which is why I was kind of drawn to Brody and like was thinking about going harder. But, you know, I've got I've, I've got somebody that I'm saving my seeds for. <laughs> but... <laughs> Um, but no, I do think it's dangerous to be such a big target right off the bat. But I think I agree that it is possible that like people start talking about you. And unless you can get that big target out like round one or round two, they're probably going to make it far because then you tend to forget about them. You get, you know, you get other things happening in the game, other dynamics as things progress, people upset other people and he might be able to, yeah. What was, whatever Meredith said, coat himself in butter and slip through. <laughs> I think that, that is certainly possible. Um, and with his, since he has safety round one, then he's already setting himself up in a fair position to be able to do that. He's bought the butter. <laughs> he's bought uh, the butter. Maddie, I always do this with metaphors. <laughs> Maddie, I know uh, you've been Brody in at least our Survivor All-Star season. Uh, what should these players expect from Brody this season? Oh man, um, he's he's a slippery snake. That one. I mean, you're aware of how dangerous he is, 
but you think you can pull him onto your side and that he'll be loyal to you when he's loyal to no one. And right when you think that you have it good and like you're getting somewhere and you think that you can cut him, he's going to cut you beforehand. It always happens. It's so hard to get him out if you don't get him out early. But ultimately, he does get out most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) No, as a as a fellow Brody victim, uh, I I echo. Uh, I'm. Oh, yeah. I'm excited though because I think that Brody knows how to still talk but still keep his cards to his chest. Whereas in episode one, there was definitely a few people, which I'll get into it as we move on with the draft, that were just very vocal about how they were feeling. And um, yeah, so there's just some things I think you need to keep to yourself, and he knows what those things are. Definitely. All right, Meredith, uh, who should we put up next? Uh, let's go with Johnny. All right, Johnny on the board. Starting the bid for Johnny at one seed. Do I hear one seed? I'll do one. I'll do two. I have a question, though, really quick. Sorry. What's up? Are we all getting even amount of players? No. Uh, OK, it could just be whoever. Someone could truly get six people on their team. Okay, I'll throw two on Johnny. I'll go three. I was gonna go four. <laughs> okay, Dustin. Four. Um, going once, going twice. I'm gonna call it. Congratulations, <laughs> yes. Dustin, you have your second player. Oh my goodness, this is like discount day for Dustin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin, what did you see in Johnny? Um, pretty much what I like to see in a lot of players in these games is like a third person. Like he has partnered with like two people in every group conversation or he's been in a lot of group conversations. And I feel like in this game especially, it is... Um, great to have those immediate alliances however there's so much happening in this game there's so many different powers and you have to be well spread out and how you can talk um to everyone in the group and you don't know who's gonna win the sunflower you don't know who's gonna win like there's three people like making these choices like you're gonna want to know at least one person in there so the fact that he can spread around his conversation um has like go Johnny like I'm so glad I got him for four yes any other comments about our snowball salesman <laughs> oh, what does that mean by the way huh a snowball what does that oh, mean it, I, it might be a cultural thing for Louisiana um, but it's shaved ice with like syrup on it like a snow, like cone. A snow cone it's a snow yeah. cone we just get offended yeah. if yeah. you call it that Oh, okay. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Louisiana is snowball country. Okay. Yeah, we're up here in Michigan. We're snow cones, I guess. Yeah, it's a snow cone. I wasn't sure where the translation was lost. Snowball is something you throw at somebody. (laughs) I see. Um, I actually saw a lot of promise in Johnny the first episode. I definitely think he... With these games, moving is key, being um, 
not sticking to one place for too long, making sure you're talking to everybody, which it seems like he was doing. Um, and also, I don't really feel like many people were talking about him as a threat. He's he's played games before, right? Am I mistaken? Actually, this is Johnny's first game. Oh, it is his first game. Okay, but I noticed that he definitely has um, the strategic mind, definitely with some of the things that he was saying to some people. Um, but he was really low key about it, so I think he could be a problem for some others down the line. See, this is why I brought him up. It's a tough pass for me. Um, I, oh gosh, poor Johnny. <laughs> no, well, like, it's like I see so much promise in him that I don't want him to break my heart. Like, <laughs> I, it, it's tough doing this with just episode one that we haven't seen <laughs> a lot of the the meat of the game yet. We have not seen a lot of comp stuff. We we don't really know for a fact who's what in the greenhouse, and there's a lot still to be determined. And so it it is really hard to bank on these brand new players. But yeah, so much promise in him, but. In, in part, it's it's the long-term bid strategy of the draft that uh, I, I know what I'm about here. But yeah, you guys just drove up the price a little high for me, but now I do have high hopes for John. Great. Any other comments before we keep moving? All right. Uh, Dustin, who's up next? I am going to go with, okay, I see a theme in my group so far. Um, I'm going to go with Patrick. All right. Patrick is up on the board. Uh, starting price of one C. Right here, one C. I see what your theme is, Dustin. <laughs> see? It's Victoria's next to be called out, by the way. So. Um, I'm going to um, throw uh, two up for Patrick. Ooh. I'll throw three. I'll go five. Oh. I'll go six. Seven. Ah! Eight. Nine. <laughs> Spend them, girl. <laughs> Nine seats for pra for Patrick. Going one. Twice. Congratulations, Meredith. You get Patrick. That's a good pull. That's that, that this is what it's all about. <laughs> all right, Meredith, what was it about Patrick that scored nine seats? He's trouble. He's nothing but trouble, but he's one of these people who I think can get away with it. Um, I have seen Patrick play many a game. And uh, yeah, I feel like he's going to do really well in, in the comps. Uh, I feel like he'll be able to protect himself that way. He'll be able to gain power that way. Uh, I, I just have, I have a good feeling about him and uh, I know what he's capable of socially. Uh, I know how that game goes with him. And I think he has Brody to hide behind for as long as he can keep up that defense that, oh, Brody is Brody and I'm just, I'm just Patrick. So we got to get Brody out first. You know, he's the, he's the real problem here. Um, despite the fact that I, I think they are both of that same character. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think Patrick was kind of that character in um, Survivor Rocky Road. Like, he just could not catch a break when the season first started. Everyone was talking about how good he is at the game. Um, he was in the game with Will. So, like, there was that perception tied around him also. Um, so, I think he got kind of dealt a bad hand in uh, the last season of Survivor. But I think after watching this first episode, 
Again, people don't really seem to be talking about him. Like Meredith said, I think he's going to do a great job of hiding behind Brody. Um, because I do see Patrick Brody and Laura, if they stick together, um, that seems to be a pretty dominant social and strategic threesome. So I think he's actually, he's got longevity because of Brody and Laura working with them too, if they continue to. Yeah, what really stuck out to me was that like people were like, Patrick does well in games. And like, that's just, if that's just a blanket statement, like I've, in my experience, like, yeah, you people do have, usually they either like, you're either an early boot, that's just kind of who you are, or you go deep, like that's who you are. And so somebody that does well is going to do well, usually, even in a situation, and especially in a situation where it's like half people that kind of know who you are, have seen some of the games you've played, and half people that are totally fresh and have no idea. Because then I'm sure that he, you know, has a good idea of how to navigate each one of those types of people. And I definitely think that, yeah, I think that him be him going for the highest number of seeds so far makes so much sense. Because I, yeah, I definitely see him doing super well. And I definitely, yeah, I I, I wish I would have bid more, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully I get some players soon. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie, I know you've played with Patrick before. Uh, what, what are your comments about him? I think he's in the same boat as Brody. I feel like they're very – and Christian, they're all, like, very similar players, and they can be slippery, but I don't know. I feel like people, some of these people might catch on, especially people that are experienced. They might know, hey, we got to get him out before anything happens with him. So that's why I didn't bid on him. Um, one last thing about Patrick that I saw promise in was kind of him already talking to this, like – I guess you could say other side or like other group of people in the game. He was already laying that foundation with them. Whereas we didn't really see camera time of like Brody and Laura, or maybe my like mind is um, tricking me right now, but I specifically remember him talking um, to the group of like, I think it was Lily and Caitlin, I believe. Okay. Um, so I definitely already saw him trying to like move his way around too. All right, so uh, we're turning off. Yeah, Meredith. So you get to choose who's up next. Well, let's bring up Victoria. All right, Victoria is up. Let's start the bidding at one C. Another one. one. Oh, oh, well, three. Oh, four. Ah. Five. <laughs> Six. Come on, y'all still got 20 seeds. Rack it up. Six going once. Six going twice. Seven. Oh, ah! <laughs> All right, seven seeds on Victoria. Going once. Going twice. Eight. Oh my God. Eight seeds on Victoria. Going once, going twice. Congratulations, Erin. Victoria's on your team for eight seeds. I have a team member. <laughs> All right, Erin, what was it about Victoria that stood out to you? Um, she seems very self-aware, first of all, which I love. 
like she was like <laughs> i think one of the first things we hear her say is like i don't want to play dirty and then like the interviewer was like can you say that again like we know that you're not going to stick to that so like can you say that again for the camera which i just i loved i think that she's doing a really good job of integrating herself she's super sociable um she's part of that like the theater group people and i think of that group <coughs> one of the ones who has played fewer games and isn't necessarily as ingrained and so i feel like in that like if she's viewed as part of that group which i'm sure she will be she's not going to be even a close to one of the first people targeted from that group and so that's just going to give her time to establish herself more with other people um and work in her inroads that i think that she definitely has the potential to do definitely any other comments on victoria i was right there i, I, I my money's getting really low uh taylor <laughs> we threw out some ideas starting with 10 seeds which thank goodness we didn't thank like <laughs> i would be broke right now um, it was just a little bit out of my price range. I, I was all for Victoria. And then um, YouTube jumped at it, which I'm super excited because I'm super excited to see Victoria play uh, an amazing game. And I think that's what we're going to get from her. Yeah, I saw a lot of promise in her. I was just, I couldn't, couldn't justify spending nine seeds and kind of draining me almost to half on one player. I said, I got to hold out. I, uh, I, yeah, I see a lot of promise in her. I see a good deal of myself in her. And I think that's what holds me back. <laughs> uh, I have never won. Uh, and so I, I feel like, yeah, there, she has such a good starting position, but I don't know if she'll be able to outmaneuver some of the people who are gonna be some of the, the bigger move makers in the game. Yeah, I definitely think she's super sociable, so she'll kind of not be at the top of everybody's list, especially because she was a part of, like, that theater group, and, like, Clay's name was already going around. Um, Clay, not Clayton, Caitlin um, was just, like, being very outward about making an alliance and all that stuff, so I could see maybe... Um, Caitlyn getting in trouble if she keeps being so transparent to where I feel like Victoria wasn't really, like, forcing her strategy down anyone's throat, which is a good thing. <laughs> My theme of glasses is gone now, so <laughs> end it quickly. <laughs> All right, Erin, uh, who's up next? Um, Let's go with Carlin. All right, Carlin is on the board. Right here, one I'll seed go. for Carlin. I'll go one. All right, one for Maddie. You two. I'll go three. I'll go three. Oh, four. Five. Five seeds for Carlin. Going once. Going twice. Congratulations, Maddie. I was like, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations, Maddie. Uh, Carlin joined your team. Oh, my God. So <laughs> Adamant's missing Drag Race to be here, too. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. some of us are. Yes. Uh, um, Maddie. I... What was yes. it about Carlin? Um, 
I do see a lot of promise in her. I think she's going to be one of these players that's going to slide under the radar and people aren't going to notice her until it's too late. I think that she's very sociable and I don't think people are going to see her as such a huge threat that they can't beat. But in the background, all these eliminated players are going to be like, well, she was the nicest to me the entire time. And she did have a great social game. And I think that's going to bode well for her if she can make it far. Yeah, I definitely think Carlin's a sweet girl. I watched her in Survivor Rocky Road. So maybe this is um, bad judgment on my part, but I'm going based off of what happened in that game, um, which she seemed very loyal, but there's going to be a lot of, uh, I think, cutthroat activities going on in this. And I don't really see her spearheading that or, um, yeah, like I, I see her being a victim of it. Yeah, her loyalty definitely drew me to her, too. Like, I could tell that that was something that was, like, important to her. She said that many times, which is, like, it, that's I, – I feel the same way. I play in, in a similar way, but it is, like, mm -hmm. it needs – you need the right recipe of people. You know, you need the right cast to play that kind of game. And I think that – I'm not sure that this is the right cast for a loyalty-based game. <laughs> but I do think this is the right game for a very loyalty-based type of I game. I agree with that, yeah. At the very end, you got to have people that were loyal to you to that you can trust to be able to even get into the final right. three. So I think that's also a plus for her. And we saw it season one, so. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, speaking of season one and season two, uh, for the folks tuning in watching this draft here for the Greenhouse season two, Let's just remind folks, uh, Taylor, where do people go for The Greenhouse? Definitely. The Greenhouse is all on YouTube. We also have a Facebook page now. Uh, if you go on the uh, Live Reality Games group, I've linked it there a couple times. Um, but on YouTube, if you search Taylor Luke, uh, spelled exactly like you think, um, Survivor Goat Island, Goat Like the Animal, or The Greenhouse Game, The Greenhouse Season 2, you'll be able to find us, I promise. And thanks, everyone, for tuning in. I know Jabbar is loving this um, bid draft that we're doing right now. And I just, you know, I'm a banker by trade. I'm running out of money already. So <laughs> I'm getting nervous here. So. Uh, all right, Maddie, uh, who's up next? Let's go with Lily next. All right. Lily on the board. Do I hear one seed for Lily? One. I'll say two. Three. Three seeds for living. <laughs> Going once. Call it. Twice. <laughs> Period. Give me. I'm gonna call it. Oh my god. Lily's on the team. I'm Period. so mad. And also an admin's team is Reynolds in the background here too. So. Hey Reynolds. Hey Reynolds. All right, Edmund. Uh, yes. What did you think about Lily's first episode? It was definitely a roller coaster. <laughs> um <laughs> there was some bad things said about her. I also think she had some like cute, funny, like comedic relief moments, which is why I enjoy her because I think when the game gets so serious and um, people are just very game, I think she will have a good mix of gaming and still just being like 
a person. Like, I feel like some of these people are going to get very game body and um, her like relatability and her comedic relief, I think will help her get farther. But um, we need to see how she rebounds from the things that people were saying about her in episode one. Definitely. Meredith, what did you think about Putterman? <laughs> about what? Oh, that was the rat character name. Sorry, it was a deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I just, I don't know how, if I see Lily, I do think she's a very likable character. I think for, for viewers, I it's just one of those things where I think you guys are really calling out what, what the season is, that it, it could get very cutthroat. Um, and I, I just, I don't know. I'm, it's so hard with the limited data that we have of getting mm -hmm. to know these players, but I, I, I'm just not quite sure about it yet. Uh, limited data. I have done cast drafts with just a picture and a name. And I'm like, <laughs> well, that's what we're going for. But we're going to go for this. And you're like, hey, I like this person's hat, so I'm going to go with them on my team. So the fact that we had an episode is so much more. So, Any other thoughts on Lily before we keep moving? All right, cool deal. Edmund, who's up next? I'm going to go. I'm ready for people to start spending some money. So I'm going to go for Laura. All right, Laura, on the board. Do I hear one seed for Laura? I'll go one. I'll do two. Three. <laughs> Three for Laura, y'all. I'll go four. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I see somebody's over there. Somebody's got still got 12 seats over there, Edmund. I don't know why you're trying to get everybody else to be spending money. I'm playing long game, baby. I'm looking at someone else. It better not be who I'm looking at. It better not be either. <laughs> All right. Four seats for Laura. Going once. Going twice. I'll throw five. Oh. Five seats for Laura. <laughs> Going once. Going twice. I'm gonna call it. Congratulations, Ben Mind. Laura has joined your team. So what is it about Laura? I mean, I think Laura has a good read on basically the cast, what their past experience is. Um, I do think if she relies solely on how people play in the past, then um, that might trip her up if she's so hung up on how people play in the past um, because this is a new game and there is new things to be done um, but she's clearly experienced with the Taylor Luke games and um, again hiding behind like say Brody and Patrick if they stick together if that's happening I think she will probably be the most under the radar out of those three I think yeah, I think she does have a lot of potential. And I think if that trio, the Laura Brody Patrick trio does kind of dominate, then obviously she's in a good position. But the moment, like what really turned me off was like the moment she was like said openly to the group, like, yeah, I filmed season one of Greenhouse. I was like, why did you just tell everybody that? Like, that just feels like something, like if they didn't already know, that's not something they needed to know. 
So I feel like that was a sign of like potentially more slip ups or something like that, where she kind of is accidentally making herself into a bigger threat than she needs to be in the moment. So that's where my worries come from. But I think if, you know, if people do, if people don't take that knowledge that she's giving them and do anything with it, then she's obviously in a good position to, you know, use her experience and move forward. Yeah, I think that experience is like invaluable. Having helped on production before and then coming into a game, you kind of see how they run the stuff. Um, or at least like, oh, yeah, this kind of happened in the game before. Like I can put two and two together, like the seed hunts, for example. Like, oh, yeah, I'm sure maybe this puzzle is going to come back in some fashion or like Laura kind of knows how the challenges may have be played or just like the... Um, the environment in general like oh yeah here's where this thing goes here's like where's this big tree oh i've seen this before like i know a lot of people have been on the property and have played these games in the past but just that eye from production is going to be great for her getting a foothold on the game at least i was worried about y'all if you were gonna let me have all three He's getting a little worried that I was getting away with that, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. Edmund, who's up next? Um, I'm going to go Caitlin. All right, Caitlin, on the board, triple threat. Uh, do I hear one C Caitlin? <laughs> one. I'll go two. Three. Three. I heard Dustin first. Oh, four. I'll go five. I'll go six. We should have worked out some kind of alliance, Aaron, for being in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> we should have. We're working out. We're keeping against each other. <laughs> we just have similar tastes, Justin. Mm -hmm. Six seeds on Caitlin. Knowing once. Going twice. We'll go seven. I don't care. Ah! <laughs> I'm going to go eight. <laughs> eight seeds on Caitlin. Going once. Going twice. I'm going to call it. Congratulations, Erin. Caitlin has joined your yes. team. <laughs> All right, so Erin, what was it about Caitlin? Caitlin was the one person I wanted coming into this draft. <laughs> I cannot explain why. I wrote in my notebook next to everybody, I either put a star if I really wanted them, a check mark if I like would, you know, go for them, a slash if they were kind of met, or an X if I just was not going to bid on them. I gave Caitlin four stars. <laughs> wow. I was like, I need Caitlin on my team. I think she is hilarious. She is very sociable. I think she definitely could have some missteps in like strategic play, maybe like says something a little too loud, a little like says something that she shouldn't say. I can definitely see that happening. But regardless, I'm going to love watching her every step of the way. And I'm really hoping that other people in the game are just like, you know what? I love having Caitlin around because how could you not? <laughs> <laughs> um, and as soon as she said she had two bum knees, I was like, 
we're sisters. Like I also have two <laughs> bum knees. So just felt that. Um, yeah, she's just my everything. So that's why, that's why, that's what I saw in her. Any other comments about Caitlin? I know there are a bunch of bits out there. Uh, you talked about her having some missteps, and I think those missteps are like purposeful missteps. Like putting it a little bit out there that you don't know the game as much, people won't see you as a huge target or know, like, oh, this person's actually being pretty shady. So uh, having those little blunders, like even out in front of everyone, just shows that, oh, this person's just playing the game. They're just here for fun. And I think that was like her strategy. She said, oh, I'm just here for fun, but really. I'm here to win or something like that. That's true. I definitely feel like public perception is everything. So when she says things like that out loud in front of everybody, um, they're not going to think of her as um, such a big threat compared to someone like Brody. Right. Um, so I definitely think she's going to be super likable just in terms of the social aspect. I just want to see her like take the reins on the strategic aspect. All right, great. Erin, who's up next? All right, well, I think we should close out this little theater troupe and let's put Clay on the table. All right, Clay is on the table. Do I hear one seed for Clay? Four seeds. Wow, Dustin just said, Erin, no, you cannot have four seeds. <laughs> <laughs> four seeds for Clay. I'll go five. <laughs> Five seeds for Clay. Going once. Going twice. I'm gonna call it. Congratulations, Maddie. Clay has joined your team. What was it about like Clay? That's Pokemon. Like, <laughs> Clay has joined your team. I feel like it's Pokemon. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I actually see a lot of season one's winner in Clay, and I think he's going to have similar tactics, and I think it's going to take him far. I really do. I think he's going to be able to be really personable, but make the tough choices when he has to, and ultimately make the right choices to get to the end. I was thinking the same thing, Maddie. He also made that connection yet. for me as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, I have a sort of other question. Do the players know about this draft? Are they like watching us do this right now? <laughs> I've told at least a couple of them. I'm going to send it out to them. They'll see it. They'll see okay. it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely, I definitely liked Clay. Something that I really liked about Clay was when they were filming the intro shots or like um, the Brandon interviews. He like puts his leg up and then it just looks like he has like one leg. It's just, I don't know. It made me giggle with like the cut off of like the table. It just, it was like the weirdest angle, but it, I loved it. I, I really like Clay. Um, again, see like if it's the theater group and he's working with people like Caitlin and Victoria and there's like this perception that there is some big group. I feel like Caitlin and Victoria already have better social standing than Clay. Um, just because people were already, like Patrick was already going around saying Clay this, Clay that. So that's a, why I'm a little worried for Clay. Um, but he's definitely super likable. Like I'm excited to watch him and see what he adds um, character wise. Yeah. 
and just game wise, everything wise. He said it himself. He's like pro drama. So I really <laughs> do hope that he sticks to that and that he brings some of that. But that also is like you either get to be the drama or you get to win the game. It's very fair that you get to do both. So that's where my concern for him comes. Um, and yeah, his name is already kind of out there. Like people can clock that like they've clocked him as like the social threat right now. Like they're like, well, yeah, Brody is the comp threat, but like Clay is the social threat. And there's even like I think Patrick was saying like and social matters more in this game. So at this point, I think on at least some people's radars, Clay is target threat number one, um, which is a dangerous position to be in. But I think if he yeah, if he gets his loyal group and if the I guess if the theater group prevails over the um, like the Patrick Brody Laura group, then I think he could be in a better spot. But he would also be top of the list, I think, of that of the that theater group to kind of, to go. And I feel like the, the theater group all has strong members but it's dangerous to be part of a known group like that the fact that we have a name for them and we can identify who's in it and who's not is already a problem for them uh, because that means we can talk about them we can single them out we we know what they're doing and that does give them a little bit of leeway to do things that aren't that that will be less noticed that when they're making alliances and having conversations outside of that group people will give that less credit so it, it's up to those people to be doing that and to having those connections outside the group because having a named group is just already a signal of trouble for them that yeah. will start to look more and more threatening as the numbers start to dwindle that having a group of what four um, will be hugely intimidating to the others. Um, Are they Were they all aware of that group? I know like y'all said, it's like y'all have a name for them and everything. Was everyone aware of that going into uh, it? I would consider it uh, public knowledge. Okay, because I wonder if, like, because with Brody in power, you know what I mean? Like, what if he tries to convince his first greenhouse, since none of them are in it, to kind of take that first shot at that group, especially with already the talks of Clay? And like, that's but I feel I like he promised Clay. them all safety, like he did with everybody. But so he I wants guess. the tulip. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's what they always say. I'm excited to see how this greenhouse shakes down the flower power ceremony. Yeah, I know. It's it's so interesting <laughs> because in the first season with the rock, paper, scissors game and with this voting game, the people who the person who gets the most support is going to come in first place, but then they're also probably going to pick the power that can't really guarantee anybody anything. Uh, so it's almost like you kind of want to be in the minority. I also really loved this first challenge, by the way. Um, very, like, it's just messing with things socially, you know what I mean? I mean, I, there was a lot of, like, volunteering in terms of strategy. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know how much drama will come of it, but I'm sure it was expected of drama to come of it when you were planning it. <laughs> it gave me a lot of uh, the Shady Games vibes <laughs> that we play in uh, Survivor. And Big Brother, I guess. Yeah, definitely. That's like touchy subjects uh, mm -hmm. kind, kind of challenges. Um, and it was, right. it was going to the start of season one as well, that it comes down to a lot of like, who's going to start making moves immediately and people's mm -hmm. true colors start to show over the course of a game like that of, of who's moving themselves to the background and who's moving themselves to the front of the line. And, and you start to see where those personalities are going to fall.
Definitely. All right, Maddie, who will be our penultimate player that we're looking at? Hmm. Let's go with Clyde. All right, Clyde is on the board. Do I hear one seed for Clyde? I'll do one. Did I subtract your points last round, Maddie? Yes. She was at 15, yeah. Darn it, I wanted more. (laughs) (laughs) One for Aaron. I'll get two. Three. I'll go all in. Four, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go five. <laughs> All right, five seeds for Clyde. I'm gonna go nine. Nine. All right, nine seeds on Clyde. Smart. On That's smart. Side? That's good strategy. I, I, I tried to. I, it was <laughs> me thinking for a moment. You saw. I was like, I trying, saw it. Okay. Yeah. Nine. Nine. All right, Maddie, you nine. wanna outbid me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, nine seeds for Clyde. Going once, going twice. Congratulations, Dustin. (laughs) Clyde joined your team. Oh, I'm so excited. Going into this, Clyde is the one person I really wanted on my team, like out of the whole cast. Like Clyde was like my favorite person that I connected most with. Um, I, I don't know if it's the best strategy to volunteer yourself to essentially lose the first challenge, but that is something that I would have thought as well as a, as a player myself. I'm like, that is kind of like how I would like see myself playing. Like, hey, vote me out. Let me go hunt for these seeds, first of all. Let me take a little bit of heat. Um, I don't know if he came off too. Like, yeah, I don't really care about where I get in the game kind of thing. If he, he was too laid back, per se, in his, like... Um, addressing like to vote him out first but that is like go to that seed hunt like go find some seeds you're gonna get powers we know this game is kind of all about the number of seeds you collect so the fact that you can go out there before the majority of other people so the majority of other people don't even know you're looking for seeds or have that distinct advantage going into it so um i'm hoping clyde like number one pick for me so i'm super excited so thanks y'all i was also <laughs> big, a big clyde fan um and had i had more than four seeds right now i definitely would have gotten in another bidding war with you dustin but yeah i think he played this first challenge like kind of perfectly like i think he killed it because not only did he kind of put himself in like on the good side of everybody by volunteering to go out first made an easy decision for everybody in a game that like could have very well shown the cards of the actual social standing of the game Clyde was like instead of doing that you guys can just vote me out he made things easier for everybody which is always a good thing to do and then he also got people to volunteer to be dragged (laughs) so he didn't have to upset anybody on that end of things either He was like, yeah, okay, well, I'm going out. So, like, does anybody want to come with me, you know? Which I think was the best possible way to do that. He's on other people's good sides. He didn't have to really make any enemies. And he gave himself the most time to hunt for seeds. So, I think think he played this first round insanely well. And if he continues like that, and if he plays it, like, yeah, if he just takes each round as it comes, I think he is set up very well. Yeah, also bummed to be 
priced out of this. But um, yeah, I and I love what he's saying about like learning from previous games and adjusting his strategy based on how that's gone for him in the past. I think he's saying a lot of the right things about what he's learned. And yeah, I think this first round strategy was was really well played, especially, yeah, got on people's good sides. He did things the right way. And we had this sort of thing in, in our season one as well for our first round. And it's a move that works long-term because it can seem bold at the time if people take it the wrong way, but people forget about it pretty easily. Uh, once you start talking about literally anything else that seems more important than someone who volunteered to be uh, voted out to do the seed hunt and people forget and they don't know. But then if you're standing there at the end, you can say like the first minute of this game, I made a decisive action. I did something and you know, it worked. Um, and you can pull that out later to say that it was something you did that was very decisive that can get people to see the way you played the game from the beginning without actually making too much trouble for yourself out of it. So I, I think it is a good long-term move for that reason. Uh, and, and yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens with them. Definitely. Yeah, oh, Clyde just seemed chill and like, he was just, he just seemed chill. Like he didn't really seem super phased, but he was still involved in everything. Again, picking, piggybacking off of what y'all said, like he got to take himself out of a competition. Um, so he didn't have to show his cards. He got to have first um, pick at the seed hunt um when seeds are going to be everything in terms of the auction like meredith said there's going to be the flower power ceremony if we're coining that term now there's going to be um the auction and the banishment you know what i mean so no one's gonna be talking about how clyde volunteered to take himself out round one of the first greenhouse challenge um but it was still definitely had a better trade-off than i think staying in the competition the only thing that I have against Clyde is that I think he seems like a very physical threat. And I know this game isn't really physical, but a lot of people tend to latch on to that idea. And it's like, well, that's going to be a problem at some point because there's got to be a physical challenge eventually. So that's my one downfall of why I didn't choose Clyde. I think, Meredith, you're a great example about like... <laughs> You don't need, like yeah. brute strength to win a challenge, but you, you not. Were... I it was hilarious in season one to <laughs> in real life watch like four <laughs> adult men who are all over six feet tall point at me and say she is the biggest physical threat in this game. <laughs> <laughs> throw me into the pond with no trouble at all. <laughs> it was a ridiculous thing to say to use the word physical. But it gets in our vocabulary from some of the other games and just from if there's any like running at all, like it, people start to use the word physical for tasks that really don't fit that description. And yet people can get um, their wires crossed a little bit with what, what the comps are really about. Because, yeah, if, if I can get the reputation for winning all of these comps, then it, it obviously is not about size and brute force. Uh, if, yeah, grown-ass adults are calling me the biggest physical threat. <laughs> you too can be yeah. a physical threat. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, perfect. Moving on to our final player, Jessica is on the board. Um, so unless Maddie wants to be really shady, I'll open up the bidding. <laughs> 
I think I'm we all know four. how to play this, right? Uh huh. I'll bid four, five. Seven. <laughs> ten. Right. Thank you. Jessica goes for ten seeds to Maddie's team. Congratulations. The highest one. Highest wow. one. Best for us. Uh, Maddie, what are your thoughts on Jessica as she joins your team? Um, so I've played a game or two with Jessica, and she is also pretty likable. She can get pretty far in these games, and I think her being a seasoned player is going to really help her, and she's going to be able to adapt her strategy to try to get farther than she has in past games. Um, I think she's already started to lay a foundation for some really great alliances moving forward, and, you know, that's my girl. We just got to go with it. Yeah, I'm super bummed that, no offense, Laura, that I didn't pass up on Laura because I came into this draft just was the number one person I wanted and I would have had enough seeds to get you, Maddie. But there was just something about her when I first watched it. I just got a feeling in me. Gabby was number two, but Jessica was just the one for me. And um, kind of like how Dustin was saying, I think she was also one of those people that was like very vocal about how she was feeling. Um, but it was more, mm -hmm. I felt it was more purposeful from her than it was Caitlin. Um, right. yeah. so I was really, really impressed with Jessica. I'm so sad I don't have her. Um, but I'm really excited to see what she does. I had a star next to Jessica because yeah, I loved her too. I think she, she talked a lot about like observing. She was like, I just want to watch. I just want to mm -hmm. watch what's happening, take it in, and figure it out from there. And I think that that is just the best possible way to approach things. Um, and so I really wanted to see that play out. I really think that if if she is able to stick to that, because, you know, oftentimes we do not end up playing the strategy that we say we're going to going in. <laughs> but if she's actually yeah. able to implement that and do that, I think that it, it would bode really well for her. Mm -hmm. I mean, I liked how she said – I wish she wouldn't have said it out loud and let everybody know, but I do like how she said that she learned how to play poker before she learned how to play go fish. And I'm like, <laughs> you got to have some kind of years of strategy to be able to, you know, to have that. But I wish she wouldn't have said it out loud to alert everybody else to that fact. But, you know, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> uh, so... Taylor, what are we expecting from this new season while I try to rearrange the pictures in an order that kind of makes sense? We're good. Uh, what to expect from the second season of The Greenhouse? Uh, it's 20 episodes, just like the first season, so you can expect a similar kind of pacing. Uh, all of the challenges are brand new. All of the seed hunts are brand new. Uh, so you'll see some exciting new uh, to the game as I try to make these people turn on each other. Uh, over the course of 18 hours. Uh, <laughs> it's another really fun season. You can expect uh, a, a good bit of them watch the first season, so I think it's a bit uh, more informed. Uh, so I think there's some uh, some strategic evolution from this season. And uh, yeah, I, I love the first season. If you love the first one, you'll love the second one too. I think it's just as good, if not better. So we'll see. You're telling me we're not getting the classic Taylor Luke challenges? Huh? Oh, you get some of them, but the ones that haven't uh, appeared yet in the greenhouse. It's on the Oh, TV. okay, okay. I was going to say, uh, I got the catalog of which ones have been used a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, no, there, there's a couple there's a couple classics in there. Um, okay. and we have themed rounds coming back too. Uh, mm-hmm. like se- the second week is dice themed. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll keep it up that. Uh, okay. I'll let the others come with some parties. <laughs> Well, I guess here is our outlay. So, um, Edmund, you got Laura, Lily, and Gabby. Any final thoughts about your team? This is Team Party Girls. Um, they're here for a good time and a long time. Um, again, I'm super bummed. I did not get Jessica. Like, for real, I'm a Jessica stan, but I'm happy with my team. Very happy. Uh, uh, me too. Um, I was trying to figure out if there was a way I could get uh, Jessica also on my team at the final two. And I was like, I-, I can't get both. Maddie's got me beat, so I can't get there. But I'm super excited with my Maddie, Johnny, and Clyde team. I feel like really well-rounded. I think they're in kind of like separate groups at the moment. So hopefully one of my people will get to the end and finally take it. Uh, Maddie, thoughts on yours? We're all dying at your Jessica vote here, so. <laughs> yeah, um, I was really tempted to outbid you on Clyde, and I was like, you know, I think I want Jessica more. Um, I'm excited about my team. I'm excited to um, see what they do. I kind of went with people that I would see myself aligning with, and I think they have real good potential to go far. I think Harlan's going to be under the radar. I think Clay is got the personality to like win everybody over. And I think Jessica's gonna have the observations and strategy to take herself far also. So I'm really excited with who I've got. Uh Meredith, you had a strong, very strong too. <laughs> I, I wish I could have gotten like a, a third, maybe more chill member of my team, but I, I'm all in, you know, like it's 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 been fun going through the draft because almost everyone I'm like, oh, I've got a good feeling about them. It feels like a very strong cast and proud to have two of the, the named strongest players uh, and some of the biggest known threats um, and, and two people who I, I know well. And yeah, I'm I'm terrified to see uh if they if they succeed or not um uh, because the, these are people who either they're gonna they're gonna do it or they won't and whatever they do is gonna be big and fun to watch uh i i'm happy with it i'm i'm all in on these guys aaron you probably have the most hilarious too i think just watching I'm the team, intros yeah i think i got team blondes have more fun so <laughs> Very excited about that. Um, yeah, I, these are definitely two that I really, really desperately wanted coming in. So I'm very glad that I was able to get them. Um, I think that, yeah, they're obviously, they're aligned. They're on the same side, which is going to be interesting and not maybe not necessarily what you want in a draft. But I do have I do have a lot of faith. And yeah, like Meredith said, it's like I had positive feelings about basically everybody. Um, so it's hard to narrow it down. But I am, if I was going to get two people, I'm really happy that these are my two. And I'm really happy for this draft. So, Taylor, thank you for the great idea. It was super fun. Thank you for everyone coming out today and playing. Best of luck to everyone, including my team, of course. But, hey, I'm excited to see what your cast, who thinks of our draft. So make sure you share that with us. And for people that are watching, make sure you tune in and hit that subscribe button, both to live reality games, so you can keep up to date with more games like this. And, of course, to Taylor Luke to find out all the latest on this episode um till then folks um check out more live games and then we'll see you all next time till then bye